Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kylie. A little bit of news to pass along from KU football. They are officially in a weather delay. No new time yet been set for that game. But KU versus OU officially in a weather delay for now. Coming up here in just about 15 minutes, there is one apt comparison between the 2014 and 15 run for the Royals and where the Chiefs are right now. We'll get into that coming up here in just about 15 minutes. But right now, I want to welcome on Craig Stout. He is the defensive film analyst for Arrowhead Pride. He watches as much film of this Chiefs defense as anybody. He's had a tough job over the last few years. Hopefully, it gets a little bit better this year. His name is Craig Stout, and we are happy to be joined by him here on the leadoff. Craig, how you doing this morning, man? Man, I'm doing great, Brandon. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We are happy to have you. So, as I'm assuming you probably would have believed prior to coming on, we are going to talk about Frank Clark a little bit here today because he has been the topic of discussion here in Kansas City. Craig, how would you assess Frank Clark's play so far through four weeks of the NFL season? Frankly, not good enough. And I know that I've been labeled a little bit of a Frank Clark defender by some because I I do look a little bit more into what offenses are doing to try and slow him down. But Frank Clark is not quite winning enough when he does get one-on-one reps. He's very good in the run game, but his pass rush leaves a lot to be desired right now. He did almost have another fourth-quarter sack against Matt Stafford this week. I think if he would have come up with that, that probably leads to a Kansas City Chiefs stop and doesn't allow the Lions to score that last touchdown, which then forces the two-minute drill at the end by Patrick Mahomes. If that happens, we might be singing a little bit different tune about Frank Clark, but he still needs to win a little bit more when he is getting those one-on-one opportunities. So I saw a stat the other day from Sports Info Solutions that among the players that have 100 or more pass rush snaps, Frank Clark is last in pressure rate at 2% for the season. Does that go along in terms of like the number to the eye test? Does that kind of go along with what you've seen from your eye test? Yeah, yeah, it does. He's definitely not getting the same amount of pressure as some of the other guys. You know, I know that Emmanuel Agba is a a good comparison right now because he plays a similar position. He's not Chris Jones that we knew was a stud pass rusher. Agba has been significantly better rushing the passer from a productivity standpoint, but Emmanuel Agba is also benefiting from the fact that they're doubling and shifting Frank Clark on the other side. You know, I talked a little bit yesterday about how if you are putting so much focus on Frank Clark on that side of the ball, you've got to have somebody win on the opposite side. Emmanuel Ogba is getting those opportunities. He's making the most of them so far. So there is a little bit of impact that's coming from that extra attention that Frank Clark is getting. But, yeah, when Clark gets those one-on-ones, he's just not having that kind of impact right now. We're talking with Craig Stout. He is the defensive film analyst for Arrowhead Pride. He's joining us on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. All right, let's go back to Frank Clark for a moment because I want to ask another follow-up on this. 
What do you think needs to be done to free him up a little bit? Like, is this something where Spags needs to scheme up for him? Is this something where it's on him to just be able to win the one-on-ones? I looked up some of the numbers the other day. As much as we talk about the double teams and the chips and the stunts and all these different things that are happening, he is getting one-on-one opportunities. He just, in my opinion, isn't winning them enough. But what do you think needs to be done to free him up a little bit? I do think that they need to move him around a little more than they are, especially late game. You're seeing that's kind of when Clark's starting to have a little bit more of an impact. Spagnuolo starts to move him over to the opposite side of the field. He's not just rushing from the same side of the field over and over and over again. makes it a little harder for offenses to have to shift protections and move stuff around. They need to move Frank Clark a little bit inside. Steve Spagnuolo went and got these defensive ends that can all play three-tech. Alex Okafor, Emmanuel Ogba, Tano Passignol can all play inside. Move Frank Clark inside because it's one of those situations where even if you are having to game plan around a guy and you're specifically targeting him, like let's say a Tyree kill for the Chiefs offense, it still confuses defense, makes, makes it a little bit difficult if you have Tyreek Hill lining up in the slot or motioning into the backfield. It's just it's an extra adjustment that you have to do. Try and get Frank Clark a little bit more advantageous looks inside there. And then, you know, yeah, you definitely need him to just be better when he does get those good looks. Speaking of Spags, I'm curious, Craig, because you watch as much of this defense and rewatch them and watch it again as anybody in America what have you thought of Spags' scheme, his defense so far? Is it what you expected whenever he was hired here in Kansas City? I honestly thought the run defense was going to be a, a lot better than it was based on the wide bodies that he got up front. But outside of the run defense, I've been very, very pleased with what he's done. He's come out at the beginning of each half, first and third quarters, and I posted a stat that said 51% of the yard given up by the Chiefs on the ground happen in those first drives of each half, so first quarter and third quarter there. After that, Steve Spagnuolo makes tweaks, makes adjustments. It's almost like he's coming out on purpose trying to be a little bit vanilla, catching the offensive scripted plays, catching their best shot, and adjusting his game plan to what they've done. The second quarter has been phenomenal for Steve Spagnuolo. He really locked things down. He's only allowed one red zone drive the entire year in the second quarter, and it was a field goal that would happen in week one off of a 69-yard pass over Charverius Ward. So he's been phenomenal in that. That's part of the reason why the Chiefs have been able to put up so many points in the second quarter. Spagnuolo's stymieing the offense, making those adjustments, forcing offensive coordinators to go in at halftime, make further adjustments. And I would say that he's made good adjustments in the fourth quarter, but these guys are tired and the execution is so poor there in the fourth quarter that it looks a lot worse than what Spagnuolo is actually putting out there on the field. A couple minutes left here with Craig Stout of Arrowhead Pride joining us on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. All right, Craig, you mentioned the run defense. I got to ask you about it because it's been very poor through the first four weeks of the season. 5.9 yards per carry. It's the stat everybody knows at this point. I want to ask you because I think there has been some disagreement among Chiefs fans, among Chiefs Twitter, whatever you want to classify it as, as to how big of a deal this is. I don't think it is something where at this point in the season, I find it to be alarming necessarily, but I do think it's a big deal. I think that in the playoffs and everything is geared towards the playoffs for this team and specifically geared towards the Patriots, 
if this continues, I think it's going to be something that the Patriots expose and use to their advantage in the postseason. But from your perspective, how big of a deal is it right now that the Chiefs don't have this run defense figured out yet? Um, honestly, it, it's not a big deal at all. I, I agree with you. It could be a big deal. It, it's definitely something that's eyebrow-raising. You definitely need to keep tabs on it because, yeah, 5.9 yards per carry is ludicrous. That's And it's probably not going to get any better if Marlon Mack plays this week. It's probably going to get worse. So this is not a situation where you just kind of brush it under the rug, you know, that everything's okay. But in today's NFL, with the NFL passing as much as they are, you know, the Patriots ran the ball 48 times in the AFC championship game and threw the ball 46. They only averaged 3.7 yards per carry on the ground in that AFC championship game, and they averaged 7.9 through the air. The damage was done through the air, and the damage is typically done through the air, especially if you've got Patrick Mahomes on the other side, and he's able to put up points. He's able to try and you know, force teams to abandon a clock-killing game plan because you have to throw to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. That's kind of what we've seen throughout all of last year and so far this year is that only when it's close do teams get to keep doing that. Now, obviously the Patriots can play the Chiefs close. That could be worrisome when that happens. But I would much rather have a strong pass defense than a strong run defense. If I have to give up some of the run defense and make pass defense better, I'm doing it 10 times out of 10. Last question for you, Craig. The Chiefs have a defensive tackle right now that's in a contract year. His name is Chris Jones. He's been tremendous so far. You've watched a lot of him, not just this year, but in the past as well. How would you assess where Chris Jones is right now and his level of play compared to where it has been in the past? Chris Jones is much more gap sound than he has been in previous years, but I think we expected that with kind of the aggressiveness and the hard-nosed nature of Brendan Daly and Steve Spagnuolo up front. He's definitely still abandoning his gap in the run game on occasion. You see him make some of those plays where he knifes into the backfield. There are just as many plays where he gets a little too high, loses leverage, gets blown out of the gap. But he's not abandoning his gap the same way that he did last year. You know, that was one of the main talking points this offseason was maybe he plays a little bit out of scheme. That has been improved so far this year. So that's making him a better player. That's making it an overall better defense. I think once everybody gels together a little bit more, we'll start to see that impact really coming together. I liked what I've seen out of Chris Jones a lot this year. So I, I'm just I'm ready to see how he continues, if he can put together a sack streak again this year because he's been very good. He's Craig Stout. You read his work. Arrowheadpride.com is where you find it. He is the defensive film analyst for Arrowhead Pride. Craig, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, BK. Absolutely. That's Craig Stout joining us here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.